Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Welcome back at the zone. It's 1138. To be the man, you got to beat the man. Opening day of Major League Baseball today. And your current reigning champions. Yes, I'm sucking up. The Atlanta Braves, ladies and gentlemen. One of their biggest fans joins us on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Ladies and gentlemen, Dale Murphy. No, Barrett Salee is joining us. <laughs> From uh, the great state of Georgia today, a lot going on down your neck of the woods today, sir. <laughs> yeah, quite a bit, actually. Uh, what a great day. You get Masters first round, and then you get opening day and watch the banner get raised at Truist Park. I mean, man, watching Tiger throw darts is just a great way to start the, uh, the oh, late morning. Yeah, Remarkable. I will tell you, when the Cubs won their uh, lone World Series of my lifetime, I went for the uh, banner raising. And it was about 46 degrees and poured rain. So I, I, I'm happy for you that the weather is going to be better today in Georgia. It is going to be better. A little windy, but going to be better. And uh, I, uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I, we, have, uh, we have our season tickets and I'm bringing, uh, bringing the whole fam. I don't know how long my six-year-old daughter is going to, going to hold out on us, but we're going to have two cars. So, mm. uh, so she, can, uh, she can do her thing and go to sleep if she needs to. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, really exciting. I mean, honestly, like, we go to so many Braves games. Like, the game itself tonight is almost a secondary attraction. No doubt. Are getting raised. Yeah. I mean, I just, uh, it's the celebrations that they've got set up. I mean, walking through the battery, the Braves, the entire team, uh, the flyover, you know, the, the, all that stuff is just, it's going to be a lot of fun. The $151 cheeseburger? Yeah. Not buying that. Okay. We were, we were telling <laughs> that story earlier. That. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what this replica ring looks like, but it must be really cool for a burger to be. And, look, I'm all for Wagyu beef, but 151 bucks, let's go. And, I mean, look, I like foie gras as much as the next guy, Barrett, but come on. Yeah, that's uh, they're getting really aggressive. But I yes. think there will be there will be a market for it. I don't know oh, yeah. how big that market will be, but the, the, the replica ring is I am. All about that. I'm not sure I'll ever wear it, but I am. Uh, I am all about that replica ring, uh, even if it just goes put on my shelf behind my uh, behind my desk for for TV purposes. But uh, that's that's a big one, and and I, I know the Austin Riley bobblehead on Tuesday. They're they're giving away so much stuff this week. It's just it's a full week celebration. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, look, no matter how good your organization is, another championship is not promised to anyone. So. You need to drink it in and, and really soak it as much as you can, and uh, I'm glad to, I'm glad to hear that they're doing that. Let's talk. Uh, well, and, well, that, and that's what I told my wife. She was like, "It's a school night. Do you sure you want to bring Samantha, my six year old? Like my ten year old's fine. Like he's he's gonna go." I'm like, "Look, uh, Steve, we both grew up in Atlanta. I'm like, remember that parade we had? Like that was like way too long ago. Mm-hmm. They are they are going to soak all of this in. Yes, it's just it's one season later, but this, they're." Uh, like you said, you take nothing for granted, especially uh, you know as a Cubs fan, and yes. I know as a Braves. Well, I mean, yeah, when the Cubs won, I obviously it meant the world to me because I've been rooting for my whole life, and they never won squat. Um, there weren't really even hardly any near misses. There were very few, at least. And my, I did make the mistake of assuming because of the way they were set up that they would win multiple championships with that team. The next thing you know. A couple years later, the roster is unrecognizable. So now I don't know half the guys. And maybe their best hitter came from the Japanese league last year. So I don't know. That's just that's how quickly things can turn in, in major league sports. 
Yeah, but we do thank you for Jeff Peterson. That was nice of you guys last year. Happy to help, buddy. Happy to help. Um, and, you know, Chris Bryant, Rizzo, everybody who, who uh, got all these uh, great players, you're, you're welcome. All right, so let's talk a little college football. We had a chance to go up to the Hill this week. We were there primarily for baseball, but we did get a chance to watch a little bit of spring football. Arkansas had a couple of departures since we were there. We were just there two days ago. Lucas Coley, no big deal, I would think, as a third, maybe fourth string quarterback. Uh, the Soli situation was a little bit surprising, at least for Wes, and I don't really have an opinion on it, so I'll, I'll go with him on it. Um, it, w- it just seemed like the timing was very strange. Is that something you see somewhat regularly, guys leaving in the middle of spring football? It's not totally normal, but I think it's going to become normal. Um, you know, I think really that the, the fact that the one-time transfer rule exists and, you know, you, as a player, you can set yourself up for the future um, whenever you need to. I mean, obviously none of these guys can, can uh, transfer to SEC schools unless they're graduates because the SEC deadline is coming and gone. But, look, it, they know the depth chart. They know what reps they're getting. And if you know you're, you're, you're good enough to play somewhere, even if you play down, um, you know, bailing in the middle of spring practice, yeah, it's going to be normal. Now, we could argue whether that's the right or wrong thing to do all day long. But, you know, you get one shot at this uh, for these college football players. So if you're not going to get any playing time and it's becoming recognizable, even if you do have the chance to change the coach's mind, uh, why not go somewhere else if you can play immediately, especially if you have a relationship uh, with some of that staff or some of those players? So uh, it is, it's not normal, but it is going to become more common uh, once, uh, once the, you know, the, the real tr- – like once you have sort of a, a groundwork established for you know, how the one-time transfer rule affects playing time at new schools, uh, yeah, it's going to happen more often. Talking to Barrett Salee on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline from CBSSports.com. This will not blow your mind, but for a lot of people, I think it would. We talked to Hunter Yurchek yesterday when we were in Fayetteville, and he brought up the number 1,500, as in the number of guys in the portal for collegiate football. It's amazing to me that many guys are sitting there not going through spring and still unsure of where they're going to end up playing in the fall. Now, if I'm a player that can really get after it and somebody's going to really want me to play, I don't really want to go through spring anyway. We don't play any games in the spring, Barrett. But this, it is kind of amazing to me that there are this many guys. I mean, you have, I don't know, how many rosters is that? Five or six full rosters worth of dudes? 15, or 15 worth, About, yeah. full rosters worth of dudes? 13 rosters. That are just sitting there yeah. and, and hanging out? I mean, it's pretty remarkable. It is, and there's going to be a whole lot more uh, come next month. But, yeah, it is It is remarkable. And, and I think that goes to uh, something that really has popped up that I don't think a lot of players have realized over the last three, four years is that, yeah, you can decide to transfer. You can be disgruntled. That's fine. You better have a, 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 a destination in mind quickly because even if you – like, let, look, we all know tampering happens, right? So let's just say I'm wide receiver at Arkansas. My assistant coach went to Tulsa, and I know I can play. My wide receiver's coach is there. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to bail in Arkansas, and I want to go to Tulsa. Well – Think about all the other players in the portal. What if they make decisions that directly impact that? You know, it can change in a hurry. So I, I think if, it's short-sighted for players to just say, screw it, I'm out. And a lot of them are doing that. Um, if you're going to go in the transfer portal and you, you feel like you have a destination in mind, do it ASAP, as quickly as possible. Otherwise, you might get you know, kind of stuck in the portal like a lot of players are right now. 
Barrett, last week they moved uh, Malik Hornsby uh, to wide receiver for some packages. They're going to let Malik play wide receiver and get that speed on the field. They want KJ and Malik on the field at the same time. Sure. You like this uh, look with uh, Malik playing a little wide receiver? I mean, speed-wise, yes, 100%. And we saw Malik come in when KJ was hurt. What was that, in the bowl game? In the bowl game? Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, yeah at A&M, too, um, but, at, you yeah, know, when they were winning. That's right. Well, yeah. Um, you know, that and, – and, sir, yeah, I mean, he needs to be on the field. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I do wonder in situations like that, though, um, if you're putting yourself in position as a coach um, for that player to seriously explore other options after practices, you know, in, uh, in. And, and I think, you know, if you're a player, like Malik is, it was a top was a very established recruit, good player, feels like he can play and can play quarterback at um, the power five level. So it's a nice thought to say, all right, look, we're going to put you in some packages. You're going to play wide receiver and, and you're going to get on the field. But you know, that in the mind of a player that can go a bunch of different directions. And so, it wouldn't surprise me at all if he, I wouldn't say entered the portal, but entertain the idea of transferring after finding out that, yeah, he's going to be a wide receiver. Because if it feels like he can play quarterback and, and that's his future, then it, that's a, an indication from Arkansas staff that maybe that future doesn't exist in Fayetteville. Um, so I would imagine there are some, some conversations that will be had over the course of uh, the rest of spring practice. And, you know, as, as we start a, get to portal season part two coming up in about a month. Things can always change, but you know, Malik entered the portal, uh, I guess right after the season and was there for a couple of days. And then they talked with him and said, look, we want to have you back. We'll give you an opportunity to compete for quarterback. But if you come back, you've got to be open to the idea of playing some packages at wide receiver. And he, yeah. he agreed to it, you know, and came back and uh, didn't didn't miss any workouts or anything like that because Coach Pittman's had he, – he said he's got a policy. You go in the portal, you're gone. And he said, you know, I, I want to be clear about this. I don't like it when guys go into the portal and they miss two, three weeks of workouts and then they want to come out. No, your, your teammates have been here working out, grinding, and you missed all that time. So, no, you're not coming back. He said, you know, Malik went in over a weekend where they didn't have anything going on and – came back and allowed him to come back out of the portal. but So I think that conversation's already been had, and Malik realizes this is something that's expected out of him. But like I said, it could it could always change because it does well, with the that, portal. And, and, well, and that's the thing, Wes, is, yeah, I mean, the conversations could be had, but, you know, the the actual execution of those of those plans might change, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. if, if he's out there at wide receiver and he's like, man, this sucks, you know, then, then yeah, he might decide to leave. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's nice that like every coach is going to try to convince players like that that are super athletic and, and can be difference makers um, just from an athletic perspective to stick around. Uh, but when you actually get in that position, when you actually work out, maybe it, it feels different than just a, a conversation that was had in December or January or February. This team's gotten bigger, and I think that's what was kind of missing. Uh, they've recruited bigger. They've made it an emphasis in the weight room to get bigger because they felt like that's what they were lacking when they took over for the uh, you know for the previous coaching staff they were just a smaller SEC team and now they're yeah. starting to look the part do you th- I mean how realistic can they take another step uh, what would that step look like this year because last year was good you know uh, I think everybody was happy but to take another step what does that look like this year 
I think to take another step, it would be sort of extending the magic for another month or so. You know, Arkansas was in the top 10, and then they went to Georgia and, and got smoked. And um, that's nothing to be ashamed of. That Georgia did a lot to a lot of teams last year. But um, I, I would say that the spotlight went away in a hurry, at least yeah. from a national perspective. So I would say for Arkansas, you know, record, I don't like to throw out records because so much, you know, so much can affect that. But I would say if, if Arkansas is in the national spotlight or in the SEC West race, you know, come Halloween or, you know, and, and I think that's a good, a good mark, then that's a step forward. And it might end up eight and four, right? Like it, that, that might, that might be how, how it ends. But if, uh, you know, staying in it for, for longer, you know, being relevant for longer. And that's not to say that Arkansas isn't relevant to its fans or the SEC, but nationally, they just kind of disappeared um, after that Georgia game, which is probably a little bit unfair because other teams probably wouldn't have had that happen to them. More established teams on the national scale would not have had that happen to them. Uh, but Arkansas did. And and so, uh, you know, staying in it uh, till, till Halloween, I think, is a good next step. Barrett, we uh, were in Fayetteville, like I said, a couple of nights ago, and we saw a player <clears throat> step to the plate that was one for 22. He's batting .045, and he promptly went five for five, hit for the cycle, and homer from both sides of the plate. I hope yeah. you see something just as remarkable today in Atlanta. <laughs> I hope so, too. I just hope it's for the, the team that's wearing white, not the team that's wearing gray. But, uh, what, what, man, time, what time's I'm your first excited. pitch today? First pitch is at 8.09 Eastern time on ESPN2. Oh. Okay. Yeah. And, and Rob Manfred's going to be there, which I'm sure will go over like a two-take. Right. A yes. Well, I will uh, I will pray that your daughter sees the third inning. So, hope it works out. Well, she's excited. About, like, there's a cotton candy uh, slash Dippin' Dot yes. place. Like, literally, you turn around from our seats and you can grab it. Mm. And the people there know us. So, like, we can, they'll just, like, run a tab for us. By the end of the night, we have to pay it. Yeah. So, she's excited about that. Um, and I'm not excited about the... the three-figure hamburger that I don't think anybody's going to buy. But there's uh, apparently next to our section, there's a tremendous uh, Southwest jalapeno quesadilla thing mm. that they're unleashing this year. So okay. I'm excited about that. That's probably a little more affordable for sure. Yes, I miss the days of the <laughs> what I like to call puffed crack. The good old days with uh, cotton candy, man. Get the kids all hyped up and going crazy. So good luck with that. That'll, uh, that'll get her all hyped up, and then she'll have the sugar crash, and that'll be that. But uh, enjoy it, my friend. We'll talk to you next uh, couple weeks. Thanks, Paul. See you. All right. See you. Barrett Salee.